Hello everybody, this is Jonner, I'm here with Sue, and this is another Civil Politics Supplemental. Uh, we do this, these web extra things sometimes, and if you uh, want to hear more on uh, discussion topics and stuff then you can go to civilpoliticsradio.com and look for these supplementals we do a show every week and you can also hear that on valley free radio wxojlp 103.3 fm in northampton massachusetts uh sue how you doing good it's almost yeah. friday it is almost friday <laughs> actually when when who knows when people listen to supplementals so they will we'll see it's but yeah it's, it's a day been a long well, week we're recording a, this on the 16th of december and oh before before we go on if you want to contact the show then you can uh go on twitter that is civil politics fm on twitter at civil politics fm you can email us contact at civil politics radio com and like i said you can go to civilpolitics.com uh sorry contact at civilpoliticsradio.com and you can go to civilpoliticsradio.com to uh find all the links to everything like that um and uh so yeah we're recording this on the 16th of december uh we're just hanging out talking about stuff and <laughs> sue what did you you had a topic that you wanted to to dive into yeah yeah, it's like 60 degrees today, so I don't know what to do. It's a weird, weird December. But if we were in Maine, it'd probably be a lot colder. And that's um, the story that uh, we were talking about a little while ago, and we're going to talk about some more, is um, there's a court case in front of the Supreme Court of the U.S. right now where they're trying to decide what to do with um, – Maine, they have a lot of rural areas where there aren't a lot of schools, and they've mm -hmm. always had voucher programs. So the the reason that this one's in front of the Supreme Court is that over the years, you know, they've paid for people to send their kids to school uh, as near as they can get to their home. And um, every once in a while, they give vouchers to a school that has a um, religious-based uh, perhaps organization or affiliated with, and they always try and decide um, very carefully from what I understand, whether or not it would um, conflict with the separation of church and state. So sometimes they've paid for schools to be included so people can send their uh, kids to these schools. And sometimes they've said, nope, that school is uh, a little too religious uh, that's not a legal term, and we <laughs> and we won't pay a voucher for those schools. And you know the uh, arguments have been very interesting in the Supreme Court because they're really trying to sort out if it's okay to do that to decide this school yes, that school no. And um, the fellow I can't think of his name that's representing uh, the main the main folks um, is actually quite articulate and really well versed on uh, uh, all the ins and outs of this. So, the and uh, main attorney general is Aaron Frey. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. I You can only listen to Supreme Court arguments. You can't see them mm -hmm. um, and they don't allow TVs in. But I was listening to it the other day and it was really, I mean, I started to listen because I was listening to some of the um, abortion uh, uh, discussions and then this happened to be uh, the next set of arguments. I, I don't think it was in order of history. I think C-SPAN was just running what they had. So I hadn't heard this originally. So it was quite an argument. But I wondered what you thought of that, John, or how, how, um, how you would decide that. Because I'm an atheist, so I'm like, 
you know, I wouldn't don't really want any religion in any schools, but mm -hmm. it it sounds like Maine's come up with a way to sort of differentiate whether the religion is a required part or not. I I'm not too sure. So, but I thought it would uh, you would have a different perspective than I do. I think perhaps. that the um I think a, a really important thing to remember is that um we like this is a process and this is a, a case that a lot of uh, conservatives are going to use as a test case for school choice, which is something that has been a huge thing uh, in in conservative law for, for a while, as you know. Uh, uh, they want um, people to be able to take their, um, the government money and go to whatever school that they choose. So like a religious school, a secular school, a charter school, like whatever, you know, that's something that, do think, um, hmm? do you think that my conservative colleagues would want, would think it was okay if it was a madrasa? No, yeah. they wouldn't consider that a school. <laughs> they wouldn't, they wouldn't consider that a school. It was They'd be like, no. Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> No, of course not. Yeah, so as is, long as it's like Christian or exactly. Jewish. <laughs> it needs to be a Judeo-Christian uh, school or else it's not a school or else it's terrorism or something <laughs> stupid. I hate it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like they – in and this goes into the um, – the religious uh, underpinnings of the current conservative movement, like neoconservatism and, um, you know, like proto-fascism from, from the Trump administration. So um, yeah. that is an issue, but like th this is, this is why uh, they are pushing, uh, I'm sure this is why this has made it up to the Supreme Court, because I'm sure, I'm sure that there are some sort of funding or something for these families. Behind you know, one of the schools that's it, protesting not being included. The yeah, schools get, are actually um the schools are actually kind of like iffy. They, like there's there's not a lot of people like from like actual like representation from the schools. Um, Somebody's running it for running it's it the up families. The like the, it's two yeah. families that uh are, are suing so they can send their kids to a religious school. Um I think that the state should not be paying to send a kid to a religious school. If you want to send your kid to a, to a religious school, then you can pay for it or whatever, well, you, you know, how do you define a religious school? Cause they were trying to, they were trying to sort that out a little bit. And, um, one of the justices, you're going to, your, your hat's going to fly off. Mm -hmm. I just remembered this. I think I forget who it was. It might've been Alito wanted to know if, um, if, if they taught a religious sentiment and then he said, or, um, uh, uh, critical race theory, would you, would that be something that if that was, if you have to teach critical race theory, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it was really provocative, but he was asking the attorney, if you have to teach critical race theory, would you consider that a religious belief? Is that, you know, he, they were no. sort of getting into what are the values, what constitutes a religious value, um, and he went right into critical race theory and of course the poor he did. attorneys. Of, of course he did. Of course. <laughs> the attorneys like, I'm not sure what critical race theory, you know, it has nothing to do with this. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was sort of intense, but the, um, the well, way that I would define a religious school is you look at the curriculum and if you took all references of the of the religion out of the curriculum, 
without repl- without rewriting or anything, if, would it make sense? Would would you be able to teach it? Is it? So you look at the curriculum. Yes. If you look yeah. at the curriculum and you pull out all mention of God, Jesus, or whatever religion it is, you take that out. Would it still make sense? I think that if it's a religious school, that means they are teaching from a religious point of view, and that means a belief in God. If you want to do that, if you want people to have that, if you want to um, send your school to that, then go for it. Fine. If you want to send your kid to that school, go for it. Maine, the state, should not pay for it. Now, in relation to critical race theory, that's dumb because critical race theory is in is a theory based in fact, like scientific, like provable like or debatable fact. It's not like someone's just pulling it out of the air, you know? It's not like um they and it's not like it's written from like a, an unseen being or something like that. It's a bunch of people that got together and said, this is important. We should talk about it. Here's, here's some research and you can disagree yeah. with it, but it's not it's the same as religion. Yeah. It's like a look at what happened historically and then trying to make yeah. an assessment of. They're trying to equate together. like critical race theory and religion because like they like, um, like people that are very, very religious, like, especially like, um, uh evangelical christians they feel accosted because uh, like you come up to someone like me and you're and i'm like no this separation church and state you can't do that but it's like oh but i'm but this is important to me it's like that's that's fine you know it doesn't belong in school yeah it doesn't belong in school and if you disagree with what a school is teaching if that school isn't teaching something from the Bible or some religious text, then uh, that's that's a debate that you can have. You know, like um, there's a stop woke law being like being talked about in in like Texas or Florida. I forget which one. And it's like you can't teach about stuff like this, you know, and that's that's something that's a completely different conversation. If this, if you go to a school, try to make it equivalent. Exactly. And it's not not at all. If you go to a school and they say, God says this, or the Bible says this, or this holy text says this, then the state shouldn't pay for it, no matter what religion it is. And I, I bet if we said, okay, um, but most of the, but most of the, uh, the schools in Maine are pagan. So you're going to, so there's like one Christian school in, in Maine and the rest of them are all pagan and, and uh, Islamic. Then they would, this not, would not be a thing because it's only our God. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. If it's only your God, if it's only that. And then the, I know that another argument was like, what if the school teaches that, um, that I don't know, like gay people are weird or something like that. And it's like, that's not religion. (laughs) That's a bad school. But, and that goes against the, um, the law in, in Maine. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you just, if it comes from a religious text and that's very clear, like what a religious text is, then it's 
you don't teach it. It's very easy. I don't, I like, they just want to yeah. send, the, they just want school choice. They just want, and this is a, a way to just sneak case. in su- yep. school choice. That's all. One of the other criteria I heard them talk about, I didn't hear all the arguments. They were talking about if the, if the school has a chapel and the, and the, uh, Undergraduate school I went to, there was a chapel on the on the grounds because they'd actually bought the property from a seminary before mm-hmm. they opened the women's college, and um, we had a chapel, but actually we turned it into a library, so that wouldn't qualify. But they were talking about if you have to go to chapel, if there's some requirement that you go, you know, in the evening, or um, they were saying that they used the main folks were saying that they use that as a criteria, you know, that if it was a criteria. chapel but you didn't. Yeah, if you you don't have to go, that's fine. But if it is required, if some part of that is required, um, sort of attending services. Yeah. I think that's that's a that's a clear rule that should happen. Like if you're required to go yeah. to religious services as a part of going to this school, then that is a religious school. If religion is intrinsic to the school, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you pull out religion yeah. from the from the from the. Uh, um curriculum does it still make sense if you just pull all all references from religion from from that does it still make sense and is that is religion a an intrinsic intrinsic part of the organization then no that's a religious school you know you can have i mean honestly a school can have a chapel on the grounds especially like a private school you want to have a chapel on the grounds that's fine different yeah, different folks use it. Exactly. You know, different ways. But if it's um, required to go there or if the Bible is part of the reading or is ref- if the Bible is referenced in any class other than comparative religion or history. Yeah, they made that point too. The comparative religion was yeah. okay. But, but, um, because you're studying religion. Class, and if it was required and it was, you know, just on Christian values. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't graduate without it or something. Yeah. Or if you um, uh, did something or if they if you did something that was against Christian values, but is, you know, legal, is that <laughs> like, will you get kicked out? You know, yeah. like if someone comes out as as gay and they but they're not like like kiss, like doing any PDA or anything, they're just like, yeah, I'm gay. And that's it. Would and you get kicked out. That's a religious school. That's a bad religious school too. But that's a religious school. You don't get yeah, like these. These groups should not get state money. Yeah, and actually, somebody raised an issue. You reminded me that um, that if you teach values, diversity, kind to others, um, you know, they were they're trying to make it like a Christian. The you know the Ten Commandments kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying if they don't teach that, would that be consistent with Maine's educational policy? And they explain that those are values that we hold in a secular way. It was very interesting. They were differentiating, even though they they sound similar to Christian tenants. Mm-hmm. The fact is that they're more along legal lines, like you you know you can't discriminate, and you know. Yeah. Women, women should get the same pay as men. And, but it was interesting because they were trying to make those the Christian values that all schools have. And so therefore Maine couldn't pay any schools. And, um, the last thing that I remember from the discussion, 
yeah, it was it was I you, it was funny because you couldn't quite tell where they were going, and then when they went there, you're like, nope, that's not gonna yeah. work. The the last one that was the most interesting to me was um, they they were showing that Maine was doing it sort of on a case by case basis. You know, they'd mm-hmm. look at the school, and if even if it was affiliated or owned by a church, if the school basically was providing a public school education, they'd, they'd pay them, right? Mm-hmm. And they were saying, if you do it case by case, and you're using sort of your community standards to, to evaluate that, but you can't give us a hard, a hard line, is it okay for Maine to be different than Ohio? If Ohio used, Ohio used different criteria, and the and the justices seem to be really struggling with that because that's the argument about any right that that yeah. you know that's when the Supreme Court steps in, and and they were really struggling with would it be okay if Ohio had a similar school and made a different decision, and I didn't think they knew what to do with that. You know, wouldn't it, it sounded just like be the justices. Like- wouldn't this be a, a, a situation where, you know, states can make their own rules kind of thing? Well, I think that's what the Supreme Court was struggling with. Did they need to allow that to happen? Or was because, you know, separation of church and state is a, a you know, in our Constitution. Um, was it something that the Supreme Court had to weigh in on? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting because they're yeah. not going to do it on abortion if you listen to the abortion arguments. But it sounds like they might think it should happen here. And I guess we won't find out when they decide these things. And we don't hear the the final decisions till next year, right? Yeah, until like June or July. Um, yeah. That's when they deliver the fight. Like the, they're basically they hear all their arguments through the air and then like they take some time and like do everything. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be summer. So, so but what do you think of that? Is it OK if states have different? standards on that we have states have different standards on a lot of stuff um personally i think that uh like the the criteria that i was saying it should be universal um across all the states yeah but it it really gets into like a state's rights kind of thing like what what can states do what can't they do and I don't know. I I don't know about that. Like like my opinion is if if it's a school that is um that's intrinsic that has religious um stuff intrinsic to its curriculum, then it's a religious school and they shouldn't get state money. Yeah, you know? and Maine's um, been doing this for a long time. If and it's like California and it's cases. like a uh, uh a Scientology school, same thing. Even though Scientology is, yep. is a made up religion, it's dumb and it's harm, harmful. But um, <laughs> we never say that about anybody's religion because I'm no, an I'll say that about Scientology. Be really careful. <laughs> 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 my cousin, my cousin, you don't know this. My cousin was married to the treasurer for the Church of Scientology. She I'm so sorry. Him. You she divorced yeah. him. Yeah, I never met him. Good. I, it, she got you know, out alive. Sort of Good. Had, she she did she got out alive. That is but, a cult. Yeah, I was yes. I, I was I was surprised, um, but I you know I people's beliefs I can never figure anyway since I'm an atheist. Mm. But, but I just I thought this was a really interesting argument. And will the Supreme Court be consistent with separation of church and state, which is really in the Constitution, versus their argument? Some of them, my colleagues, the conservatives, mm. that. Abortion doesn't doesn't ha- isn't a right in the Constitution because women have no rights. Uh, anyway, well, yeah, 
um, this is this is uh, and like I I think I think like whatever else this is I think this is just a way to try to force school choice into the uh, into a law someplace and then uh, people can say now we have a test case and now you should yeah. be able to do that across the country like that's this that's what this is. Uh, I don't think it's yep. anything else. I don't think these parents, I think these parents probably do are religious and they just want, they can't afford to send their kids to a religious school or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But, but to take it. schools are far away because it's very rural. It's yeah. very rural, man. That's, the, that's the other thing. Like they don't have enough high schools. So no. that's their solution. And it's, and it's an interesting solution. Like, but this is an abuse of it, you yeah. know? Like this is well, like I shouldn't like if you had if you had a kid and you were raising that kid to be atheist and the only and the only um and then like someone's like you have to send that kid to a uh, this school it's a religious school because it's the closest one and you'd be like no stop it you know <laughs> yeah yeah for the non-religious parent this would be a nightmare yeah yeah and they have like um new york city has like school districts by numbers mm -hmm. but maine has them because they're huge territories i mean the kids get bused pretty far especially when you yeah. start up to get northern maine um it's it's really quite remote so i can see you know the public schools are struggling to provide um you know, to provide a public school education for the two kids that are in, you know, 40 square miles. They, you know they what have, they should do? They have to, I have a solution. Zoom. Nope. I'm listening. Nope. I have a solution. You take 10% of the military budget oh. and put it into education <laughs> and build schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even if you have kids of different ages in the same classroom, you, you have a building and you have teachers and... Yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, it's easy. Just give states money to build schools when they don't have schools or um, give them like more money so they can. But like they're, it's we shouldn't be giving money to the state. The government should not be giving money to religious organizations. That's it, it like. If they have a secular mission or something, then that's that's one thing. But if if their primary mission or partially their mission is intrinsic with uh, religion, some sort of religion, and to to co complete whatever they're doing that they're asking money for involves religion, like intrinsically involves religion, then we shouldn't be paying for it. Yeah, just like can't be churches should school. pay taxes. Oh. Um that's another day. Well, you know, what do you do? What do you do about the homeschoolers? Because any of those parents could be homeschoolers. I mean, that that would be, you they know, every state your kid. had to be Billy. If you yeah. want to homeschool your so kid, you homeschool your kid. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, they do try and supervise a little bit what happens in the home, but not too much because it's a, it's a, it's a big loophole. So uh, folks in Maine do that too, but not like they do here in Massachusetts. It's sort of interesting. So... Well, this was an interesting conversation, um, yeah. and if but you want to hear, should, hmm? I was going to say, should should states be able to do different things? That's a, not that's if there's a, a not if there's a rule, not if there's a right and there's a, a way to determine it. You know, yeah, right to separation of church and state. Yep. They really need to standardize the criteria 
though. Like, I think that's that I think that is a big thing. They need to standardize the criteria and say, this is what a religious school is. This is what is is not a religious school and just follow from that. Yeah. So. Well, and some of the schools were accredited, so I guess they were saying well, you won't take any accredited school. But I don't think accrediting a school has anything to do with religion. It's more the content of the curriculum. I mean, Basically, there's no, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't it's matter. How is the content of the curriculum and the um and how the how it's taught? Like it, it like it, like I know that like a South Hadley school like um the school that I, that I was about to go to, like, uh, in, in, um, in the nineties in South Hadley, the high school, it had lost its accreditation because it was a bad oh, school. No. Yeah. Like a oh, year boy. or two before I was about to go there. Thankfully I went to Williston. I mean, East Hampton. Oh, nice. Um, cause I hated That's it in South Hadley, that. but, uh, yeah, it's a great school. I love it. I, I loved it. And, yeah. um, it really like, saved a lot for me <laughs> but uh that's a whole different thing but um yeah accreditation is basically like the school's ability to teach uh so the but right we should content. wrap it up um so thanks yep. everybody to, for listening to the civil politics supplemental if you want to hear more go to civilpoliticsradio.com and just uh click on the supplementals and and remember to tune in every friday at 7 p.m on valley free radio wxojlp 103.3 fm for our regular weekly roundup <laughs>